thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, a 12-week trial has shown that cats that eat more animal proteins are less likely to impact on wildlife. The study looked at 355 cats in southwest England and compared cats whose diet was largely meat-derived with cats who were fed more plant-derived protein. Despite the total energy consumed and the total protein consumed by both groups of cats remaining constant, the cats fed a predominantly animal-based diet brought home 36% less wildlife. And when you consider that it's estimated that in the US alone, domestic cats kill 1.3 billion birds and 6.3 billion small animals every year, this could equate to saving the lives of 2.7 billion animals in the US alone. The study also found that simply playing with your cat for 5 to 10 minutes a day using toys resulted in a 25% reduction as well. Some cat foods contain protein from plant sources, such as soy, And it's possible that despite forming a complete diet, these foods leave some cats deficient in one or more micronutrients, prompting some of them to hunt, says Robbie McDonald at the University of Exeter, UK, who led the study. It may well be that the average cat's diet is lacking in some nutritional areas, leading them to seek out additional dietary benefits of wild prey, says Hannah Lockwood at the University of Derby, UK. If that is the case, Further research into dietary effects of predation is certainly required. McDonald and his team found that whereas 76% of cat owners in the group that trialled increased object play reported they planned to continue with the intervention, the equivalent figure was only 33% for owners who trialled the meaty diet. And they concluded that perhaps therefore more effort is needed to persuade cat owners of the conservation value of reducing predation. As always, The links are in the show notes. Now, I found this an absolutely fascinating study for a whole range of reasons. Now, first of all, it does highlight the devastating effects of cats to our wildlife. Now, I understand that many people will be cat lovers and will not like to hear about or talk about this topic and sort of have a tendency to think that my cat would never do that. Or perhaps you are a responsible cat owner who keeps your cat uh, enclosed, at least enclosed at night time so they're not able to do this. And if you are, that is wonderful. But I really think we need to rethink our choices of pets, uh, in particular cats, if they are having such a huge impact on wildlife. But I also think what this shows is a flaw in our reductionist thinking, that so often we come from this reductionist way of looking at the world. And so we want to make a change. In this case, we're thinking, well, we want to give uh, our cats more plant-based protein because some people may be thinking that's going to save animals' lives. That they're, Therefore, they're not feeding animals to their cats. Therefore, less animals are likely to die. Um, and it may well be, according to this study, that the reverse might even be true. And so sometimes when we have a reductionist way of looking at things when we don't look at the whole picture, and I think this happens a lot in our agriculture when we compare Uh, For example, uh, animal production versus plant production in our agriculture, uh, we don't look at the whole picture. We don't look at perhaps what's possible in terms of regenerative agriculture where the animals can actually be working in harmony with the plants and creating a holistic ecosystem and putting back into the land and particularly back into the soil. You know, sometimes we just look at one particular part of it and say, well, yes, producing this uh, meat, kills more animals but we don't realize how many animals die when that plant crop gets planted 
and all the animals in that entire area are wiped out so we can solely grow that plant crop and we kill small animals, we kill mice, we clear trees that would otherwise perhaps host animals. You know, we, well, there's a whole range of a flow-on effects that come from that. And so it's important that we don't just look at these things in a reductionistic way. I think these cats are a great example of that. And it really does get us back to the idea of why nature is best. You know, these cats have evolved over a very long period of time to eat a particular diet. And if we're just going to come in and change the diet, even when we quote unquote think we're having giving them a, what do they call it, an ideal diet, I think they called it in this case, a complete diet, they called it in this case. You know, Even when we think we're giving the cat a complete diet because we think we're matching all of the nutrients that they require, we've changed it. We've changed it. It's plant-based. It's not animal-based. We only know what we know. We can only equalize what we know to equalize, but there may well be other factors. And certainly in this case, it seems that the case. So whenever we tend to go away from that natural diet, there are consequences that happen there. So I think there are lessons for this in terms of cats. There are lessons for this in terms of humans. There are lessons for this in terms of farming. And, and once again, it's a reminder that, you know, for those of us, you know, who are perhaps trying to eat a certain way or do a certain thing with our diet, that, you know, calories aren't calories. Protein isn't protein. You know, in this case, the calories were the same for these cats. The level of protein was the same for these cats, but they were different calories. They were different types of protein and they have different effects. So I'd really encourage you to think about whether or not you want to have cats in your life. And if you do have cats, how are you going to manage them and how are you going to feed them? But I also want you to think about if this happens when cats are not fed a diet that they're evolutionarily developed to eat, what happens when humans do the same thing? You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This podcast is brought to you by my new book, Rock Bottom. Bouncing back from rock bottom need not always be a complex recovery process that requires a degree in psychiatry to understand. Sometimes you just need real, simple, actionable advice that you can understand and follow step by step to find peace, healing, and confidence. After getting divorced in 2013, I hit my rock bottom, physically, mentally, and financially. I know what rock bottom is like, and I know what I did to recover. This book is my story, but also the simple, actionable steps I took, and you can too, to bounce back from rock bottom and live the life you always dreamed of. Don't lose years of precious time with your family and friends. Read the book, take the actions, and start the path to recovery now. Marcus Pierce has called it a confronting memoir addressing the three words we fear most. Who am I? While Cindy O'Meara says it is a timeless book, Greta's mastered how to go from rock bottom and find a way back to the top. Grab your copy of Rock Bottom by heading to rockbottombook.com.au or clicking on the link in the show notes. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.